You are listening to The Self-Improved You. I'm your host, Joanna, and each week we bring you the latest topics in health and wellness. For more information about us, visit theselfimprovedyoublog.com. Well, let's get started. Welcome to episode one of the Improved You podcast. I'm your host, Joanna, and we are going to be taking a look at some of the biggest issues facing the health and wellness community today. Now, we can't start this show off without talking about the giant elephant in the room, which is coronavirus and being stuck in some type of quarantine, whether you're in a full lockdown or if you have a bit of a lax quarantine. One of the biggest things that affects us in a situation like this, where we're at home, where we're under a lot of stress, where we're not working out as much or we're not eating as properly as we normally would, is our immune system. And today we're going to talk about how to boost your immunity with diet and lifestyle changes. Think of your immune system as a powerful army of soldiers that can fight over vicious pathogens. They're physical and chemical barriers, specialized immune cells, as well as antibodies that can recognize and tackle familiar pathogens. Now, on a large scale, your immune system does a remarkable job of defending against pathogens, but sometimes it fails and a germ invades successfully and makes you sick. And it's possible to intervene in this process and boost your immune system. So today we're going to look at what happens if you take certain steps, like if you improve your diet or take certain vitamins or herbal supplements or make any other lifestyle changes in hopes of producing a near perfect immune system. So let's talk about what you can do to boost your immune system. The idea of boosting your immunity is enticing, but the ability to do so has proved elusive for several reasons. The immune system is precisely that, a system, not a single entity. To function well, it requires balance and harmony. There's still so much research that needs to be done about the intricacies of the immune system. For now, there's no scientifically proven way or direct links between lifestyle and enhanced immune function. But that doesn't mean the effects of lifestyle on immune systems aren't intriguing and shouldn't be studied. Researchers are exploring the effects of diet, exercise, age, psychological stress, and other factors on the immune response, both in animals and in humans. And in the meantime, Generally, healthy living strategies are a good way to start giving your immune system that upper hand that it's looking for. And we're going to talk about some of the healthy ways to strengthen your immune system. The first line of defense is choosing a healthy lifestyle. So here are some things that you could do to boost your immune system just by making some subtle changes. Now, all of these things I'm about to mention sound good in theory, but everybody can come up with a ton of excuses as to why they can't do some of these things. And we'll address some of that in this episode. So the first thing is don't smoke. And that seems self-explanatory. Between smoking and vaping, you're putting a lot of chemicals into your body, which is bound to wreak havoc on your immune system. The second thing, eat a diet of high fruits and vegetables. And we'll talk about your immune system in regards to your body weight a little bit later. Third, exercise regularly and also maintain a healthy weight. And I'm not saying don't drink alcohol, but if you do decide to drink, drink only in moderation. And we'll talk about what moderation means because a six pack by yourself is not drinking in moderation. 
And finally, get some adequate sleep. And especially right now, with the amount of stress a lot of people are dealing with, be it if you're stuck at home and you're not able to work, or you're stuck at home with a family and you're having to juggle your job because you're working at home and having to take care of your kids, or if you are an essential employee and you're out on the front lines every day, getting adequate sleep is one of the main things. And this is definitely, again, something that is very difficult if you're dealing with a lot of stress. And we're also gonna talk about what stress does to the body and to the immune system as well. And also, finally, take steps to avoid infection, such as washing your hands frequently and cooking meats thoroughly. Now, this is something that I have some problems with a little bit because one, I love sushi, and two, I like my steak medium rare. So that one is one that I have to personally work on as well. So the first thing we're going to talk about, just so we can get it out of the way, is maintaining a healthy weight. Now, I know what you're thinking out there. At this point, you're saying to yourself, oh, great, another lifestyle show that's going to spend 90% of its time talking about weight and weight management. We're not doing that. And that is literally why we're talking about maintaining healthy weight first, just so we can get it out of the way. But let's just be honest, a healthy weight is not just a goal for the sake of your looks, but it is an important factor that can determine health and sickness. Overweight and obesity are well-known risk factors for life-threatening disorders and higher mortality rates, while underweight also damages immunity due to nutritional deficiencies. Both ends of that spectrum are not ideal for having a strong immune system because your body is constantly coping with metabolic imbalances and trying to regain homeostasis. Less energy and fewer resources can be used for fighting pathogens. This is why people who struggle with weight problems often feel exhausted and get sick easily. There's a lot of diseases that are almost directly affected by weight, which include diabetes, cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, sleep apnea, and fatty liver disease. So now there's no quick fix for weight problems, and we all know that. No matter what we see online with diet drinks or different types of bands or anything like that, we know that there really isn't that quick overnight fix. But we can keep to the rule of the 70-30. Now, the 70-30 is 70% nutrition, 30% exercise. So let me explain. The idea here is that 70% is nutrition and nutrition takes the lead, meaning that you can't outperform on a bad diet even if you go to the gym every day. Now, there are a ton of different diets and eating plans out there and I am definitely not going to get into that today as far as which one is the best because there really is no simple answer to that and it really is based on what your personal preference and what your body wants. But there are a few general healthy diet patterns that people can follow. Number one, eat a variety of foods of all colors. Try to eat the rainbow plate each meal. So that means something that's a little green, something a little red, so on and so forth. Eat predominantly plant foods as they are filling and low in calories. Avoid eating empty calories that offer no nutritional value, such as alcohol and sugary drinks. And eat whole foods, such as fruits and stuff you get from a farmer's market instead of processed foods like packaged cereal, 
to avoid the artificial additives and loss of nutrients. And most importantly, and this is the biggest thing, if you go on a diet, instead of jumping from one diet to the next, because it doesn't work after a week or a week and a half after you've lost all the water weight, stay on the diet. Pick something and consistently stick with it, especially if it's actually healthier than what you were already doing. Now, I'm not telling you to do things like a master cleanse for two months straight or the cabbage soup diet, but if you find that you're doing a paleo or a keto or vegan diet and it's sort of working for you, but you're not losing the weight that you want, don't get off of that diet because it's not offering you those overnight results. Stick with it. So let's take a quick second to talk about what you should eat. And that jumps into superfoods. Now, we've all heard that term superfoods, but a lot of people have no clue what that is. Now, we know that superfoods is normally considered some kind of marketing term, but nobody really spends the time to actually think about what superfoods are. So to be a superfood, it has to be rich in vitamins, minerals, and fiber, high levels of antioxidants for detoxing, oxidative stress, anti-inflammatory properties, lower risk of disease and mortality. We've all heard the adage, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, it's actually true, as studies have shown that eating a diet in high fiber and antioxidants, fruits and vegetables, and has enough protein to keep your immune system working properly, uh, we're looking at stuff such as micronutrients that are rich in iron, psyllium, zinc, copper, as well as vitamin C, A, E, B6, and folic acid. They all play important roles in the body's immune response. Diets high in sugar and fat, or eating too many calories in general, make you more prone to infection. And this is because it can lead to increase in blood sugar, which may cause oxidative damage. Now, oxidative damage is an overproduction of reactive oxygen species compared to the body's ability to detoxify cells. This type of damage from oxygen increases your chances of infection. So we're looking at leafy greens such as kale, nuts and seeds, all kinds of berries, whole grains like quinoa and buckwheat, things like that. So what do you do to your diet to help your immunity? Well, if you're affected by obesity, Decrease your calories to help facilitate weight loss. Decrease simple carbohydrates like sweets and goodies, baked goods, everything that we absolutely adore. Uh, Decrease excess bad saturated and trans fats, which are commonly found in commercially baked goods, processed fried foods, cheese, whole and 2% milk, ice cream, fatty meats like beef and pork products, butter and margarine. Bad fats are also found in some vegetable oils, coconut, palm, and palm kernel oil, for example. Eat two cups of whole fruit per day and at least three cups of vegetables per day. Drink or eat three cups of low-fat 1% or skim liquid dairy or dairy alternative per day, like low-fat yogurt or fat-free milk. Eat two to three ounces of lean meat or beans with two meals per day, about three ounces. Um, drink at least 60 to 80 ounces of water per day. Now, I know the water thing, for a lot of people, that many ounces seems super intimidating. But when you start to drink that much water, it actually isn't that hard to get through the day in drinking 60 to 80 ounces. 
Start with drinking a cup of hot water in the morning with a lemon. Drink a cup of water before you start work. Drink a cup of water halfway through your day. And if you keep that up, you'll realize you've gone through and done 80 ounces of water with no problem. So that brings us to the other 30%, which is exercise. And it's not hard to see why there are more overweight and sick people nowadays. Our body is designed to move, not sit in front of our computers all day. And all of us are guilty of sitting in front of our computers, whether we're sitting down looking at our phones or we're working in an office all day for eight hours and not moving. That really does take a toll on our body. And apart from nutrition, you also do need to get some exercise to get rid of that muffin top that we all kind of started to get and boost your immunity. Now, the one of the funny things about being in this lockdown right now is how people are kind of reacting to not having anything to do all day. Because even if you're working, you're working for eight hours. And if you're working from home, you still have a lot of time because you've now lost that time that you were commuting to and from work and the time that you were doing something after work, like going to happy hour or going to networking events and stuff like that. And you realize how much time you have. And a lot of people are going stir crazy because of that part. But there are also a lot of people who are now looking at this time and saying to themselves, well, now I've got all this extra time. I can start working out. And I know personally for me, I've actually got a more disciplined workout schedule now than I did before all of this happened. And talking to a few of my friends, they have the same thing where they now are like, okay, I'm at home all day. I'm literally almost stuck here. So let me figure out what I'm going to do to stay in shape and to sleep better. And I've had a lot of friends who signed up for online gyms or dusted off their exercise bikes or the treadmill that they bought three New Year's days ago when they were going to lose weight or all of a sudden now says, you know, I've got all of these yoga videos. I'm going to start doing yoga. And it's been amazing. Like I said, you've gotten a lot of hit or misses. And the one thing I've loved about being connected on social media is There are so many classes to take online that are workout classes. So a friend of mine sent something where this yoga instructor is doing yoga at nine in the morning and she normally did Bikram yoga, but she is doing all of the moves from Bikram yoga in her house. And there are other workout things. I have another person who does burlesque dancing And two times a week, she's hosting an online burlesque class and she's doing it by donation only because everybody understands everybody else's situation at this point. So it's one thing to just keep busy, keep exercising. So if there's a classes you've always wanted to take and now you have the opportunity, look it up. There's so many classes that are going on. If you always wanted to take that dance class, but you don't feel coordinated, Look and see if they're offering a dance class online. Somebody knows of a class that you could just take in the comfort of your home right now and have some fun, lose some weight, work out three times a week. So now let's talk about stress and immune function. 
Now, we all understand the close relationship between the mind and the body. And there's so many bad things that happen to you because of stress, including upset stomach, hives, even heart disease are linked to emotional stress. Now, despite these challenges, scientists are actively studying the relationship between stress and immune function. For one thing, stress is a little difficult to define. What may appear to be a stressful situation for one person is not for another. And when people are exposed to situations they regard as stressful, it is difficult for them to measure how much stress they feel and difficult for scientists to know if a person's subjective impression of the amount of stress is actually accurate. The scientists can only measure things that may reflect stress, such as the number of times the heart beats each minute, but such measures also may reflect other factors. To combat that, scientists are studying the relationship of stress and immune function, but not the study of like sudden, short-lived stressors, but rather the study of more constant, frequent stressors known as chronic stress, such as caused by relationships with family and friends and coworkers, or pressures from work and things like that. Now, I know you're asking what exactly can be done in relationship to stress. And fortunately, there are plenty of ways to keep from being super stressed out. Some of them include working out, like doing yoga, Pilates, or jogging, things like doing breathing techniques, or even guided meditations. Now, this leads us to the last thing that I want to talk about today, and that is one of the biggest misgivings about your immune system. Now, we've all heard the old adage, and I'm sure our parents told us a billion times, wear a jacket or you'll catch a cold. So the question now becomes, is being cold going to weaken your immune system? And the answer is probably not. Exposure to moderately cold temperatures doesn't increase your susceptibility to infection. There are two reasons why winter is cold and flu season. In winter, people spend more time indoors in closer contact with other people who can pass on their germs. Also, the influenza virus stays airborne longer when air is cold and less humid. But researchers remain interested in this suggestion in different populations. Some experiments in mice suggest that cold exposure might reduce the ability to cope with infection. But what about humans? Scientists have debunked people in cold weather and made others sit nude in sub-freezing temperatures. They studied people who lived in Antarctica and those with expeditions in the Canadian Rockies. The results have kind of been mixed. For example, researchers documented an increase in upper respiratory infections in competitive cross-country skiers who exercise vigorously in the cold. But whether these infections are due to the cold or other factors, such as intense exercise or the dryness of air, has to be seen. So... Does it have any detrimental effect? Well, this group of researchers in Canada said, no, it has no detrimental effect on the human immune system if you are moderately exposed to cold. But should you bundle up if it's cold outside? The answer to that is a resounding yes, especially if you're uncomfortable or if you're going to be outdoors for an extended period where such problems as frostbite and hypothermia are at risk. But don't worry about your immune system. Now, as we wrap up our show, the one thing I wanted to talk about is vitamins and mineral supplements. Now, the last thing I wanted to talk about are vitamins and mineral supplements. Now, since our immune system is reliant on micronutrient supplies, people who are at high risk of reduced immune ability 
should consider supplementing essential vitamins and trace minerals. Elderly people, children, and pregnant women are the most prone to micronutrient malnutrition, which dampens immunity. So here are some essential vitamins and minerals that people need. The essential vitamins include vitamin A, B6, B9, B12, C, D, and E. And the minerals are zinc, iron, copper, selenium, and magnesium. Now, especially since we're all still cooped up in some sort of shelter in place, the big concern that a lot of people have is vitamin D. If you're in the house a lot, you're not being exposed to vitamin D. So especially during this time, you might want to consider getting vitamin D supplements. And if you're also feeling very tired and dragged down, you might want to also look at getting B12, B9, or B6, and even maybe iron, depending on what your current diet is. Now remember, our immune system is what we have to fight off various diseases. So this is one of those things you definitely need to take care of in your system. Thanks so much for listening to The Self-Improved You. Again, my name is Joanna. And if you have a show topic or any questions, please feel free to email us at info at theselfimprovedyoublog.com. And also check out our website for the latest blogs. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next episode.